to support this podcast, go to positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Any amount is appreciated. Once again, positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Thank you and enjoy the program. <laughs> this episode of the podcast is brought to you by PB and Joey. Simple, honest, and delicious. Go to pbandjoey.com for more information. $35 or more gets you free shipping. That's pbandjoey.com for more information. pbandjoey.com. Hey everyone, here's a great way to support this website and make money for yourself. This is Robinhood, the app that makes investing easier and offers more ways to make your money work harder. Their goal, investing in financial markets more affordable, more intuitive, and more fun, no matter how much experience you have or don't have. Keep a broker in your back pocket. Everything you need to manage your assets and all available in a single app. Set up customized news and notifications to stay on top of your assets as casually or as relentlessly as you like. Controlling the flow of info is up to you. Have access to stocks, funds, options, cash management, and cryptocurrency. Make unlimited commission-free trades in stocks, funds, and options with Robinhood Financial. The same goes for buying and selling cryptocurrencies with Robinhood Crypto and zero commission fees. Also introducing cash management. Invest, spend, and earn all through your brokerage account. Secure a spot on the waitlist and reserve your card. Here's what I want you to do. Go to positivesarcasm.com slash donate and when you click on the referral banner and securely sign up either using your Android, Apple device, or desktop, you get a share of stock value between $3 and $150 after funding your account. That's all you got to do. You get a free stock. I get a free stock. We all win. Trading terms and conditions still apply. See Robinhood.com for more information. Once again, go to positivesarcasm.com slash donate, click on the Robinhood referral banner, and claim your free stock. Robinhood, it's time to do money. Jay here, PositiveSarcasm.com, streaming live from the Spare Park Studios. You can find me on Instagram, at Positive underscore Sarcasm. You can find me on Facebook.com slash POS Sarcasm. You can also be my friend on Facebook if you want, but you don't really have to. I'm not one of those people. It's like, your friend requested me, but you didn't respond. Um, if you want, you can go to Facebook.com slash Positive Sarcasm. You can message me there. John, shut the fuck up. Johnny Monotone in the studio. Uh, man, this podcast is, is definitely taken off in the past couple months. Uh, you can also find me on the YouTube channel. Uh, go to Positive Sarcasm Podcast. That's the one where I've been uploading pretty much on the regular ever since I've had guests and I've had my regular clips that have been going up. My other pod, my other uh, YouTube channel has been a little quiet lately. Generally, I like to hibernate for the winter unless I have certain events or certain concepts in my head. But it gets cold up here, just to let you know. So me just running around outside and, and, and doing shit, it gets a little uh, gets a little tough. But when I have something, believe me, it'll go up there. All right now, I'm just hunkering down for January because I'm doing a lot of reset to the studio, working on trying to get some new, uh, getting new gear, all around new gear. I've been working on some, I just got a new, there's a new laptop uh, coming into the family. So this will be computer number nine. Uh, it is an old Dell number i7. Nine. Number nine. Number nine. Um, it's a fifth gen i7. It needs a few uh, fixes, but... It's going to be a real steamroller when I'm done with it. And that's going to run on 7? It's going to run on... I'm going to dual boot it, and we're going to talk about that. We're gonna, it, a dual boot is when it is, you have access to two different operating systems. So Windows 7, even though Windows 7 is out of date, it's still going to get security updates from Windows on the regular, uh, but it will run a stripped-down version of all that, just in case I need certain programs on it, which I most likely will, uh, such as video editing software. But I'm also going to uh, attempt to do a dual boot of Ubuntu. And just for some reason, Ubuntu is a Linux-based 
open source. It sounds like what would happen if you get kicked out of bonfire. Ubuntu. Ubuntu. U-B-U-N-T-U. No, 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 a dual boot. A dual boot. <laughs> the fuck out. Um, but it's a very... Ubuntu actually uses uh, very little, compared to Windows 7, uses very little resources. So it runs ultra fast. So if you have a lot of, have a lot of older computers, I'd say from 2009 to 2012, those computers are still, because of programs like Windows 7 Starter or Ubuntu or there's another one called Genome, these computers can come back to life and be of significant value as far as like being servers or being internet computers. Like for example, you can go out and buy like a Chrome computer, like a Chrome laptop for like a hundred dollars, but then you're relying completely on Google. Whereas at least with these other computers that you've cleaned up yourself and given them a purpose, you can now uh, put them back to use and not have to spend that money. Here's the other thing. These softwares are free, 100% free to download. They don't track you. Like Windows 10 does, so it's or not like, like Chrome you're only does. A step above Web TV or something. It, no, it's freaking really not. Well, Chrome, a, a Chrome, t, uh, Chrome computer is just, it's like it's like an Android laptop, uh, like an Android tablet, or like your smartphone, but you just it has a keyboard attached to it. Right, right. Don't get me wrong; they have their purposes, and if you need one, it's good. But it's I'm want to have a dual boot. If I have a that computer that's that quick that I've never had the, before, I've never owned an i7. But then you have to do certain things to it. It has a couple issues that, um, tech, uh, hardware-wise, that I'm gonna fix. They're on the mend. That I'm gonna fix it one piece at a time. So I don't want to fuck this one up because if I get it right, it's gonna allow me to do so many more things um, as far as my editing skills and speed and shit like that. But I don't think it will really replace any of the computers that are in here right now. Uh, as far as the machine that runs the podcast, the these machines to my left which I'm actually going to be switching over to Ubuntu, um, which will allow them to run faster, preserve battery life. They'll be more resourceful because these are just, at the end of the day, these ones to my left, they just look up articles, their internet computers, and maybe do a little Word document and some email shit. And then a machine will So be what's the, just stupid question, what's sure. the advantage of that over having like multiple windows open on one computer? Um, because, all right. <laughs> this is like Spinal Tap when he said, why don't these so, amps go up to okay. 10? Okay, well, here's the thing. Because these go to 11. Every <laughs> time you open up a new program or a new window, as you would say. Right. Slows every time down you, the computer. You're, it requires more resources to have multiple programs open. And right. because this computer right here is very old, very resource limited in, in its maximum, the only thing I could do to this computer right here is give it an SSD drive. That's it. That's all I could do to it. It's really not worth the money since it's working perfectly. It's really tiny. It has a long battery life. It's fine. I'm going to leave it alone. Um, but one or two programs at the very most is what it'll run. And I want to leave it alone because it runs the podcast so damn well. Now, on another computer like an i7 or a newer Gen i5 or an Ryzen processor, just newer shit in general, you can have a bunch of stuff open. But here's what happens. You got a big house. You're going to fill it full of shit. You got a smaller house, you're more resourceful with the space that you have. Right. So if you've got a 900-square-foot apartment or a 1,500-square-foot house, you're going to be more resourceful with opening up the rooms to bring the air in and the light in. You're going to not have bulky furniture. You're going to have slimline furniture. So you, you do stuff like that. With these computers, they are stripped down to have a certain purpose. This one is my, go my carrier, my carry-all. I bring it pretty much wherever I go. 
but it has a limited battery capacity and it's not super fast. This one I hear you almost never see because it's been replaced by this. But this is, you know, that's the that's the thing. So and I don't So they all have their purpose. They all have their purpose. So why would I go and spend like one to two thousand dollars on a computer that can do everything when I have the advantage of getting computers for little to nothing? So why would I? That's that's the difference. Right. There are people out there, don't get me wrong, that maybe they need that high end because of that for not even a thousand dollars you can have a vehicle that you drive in the winter and you don't put miles on a Mustang convertible, for example. Right. And you know what? That's that's what I did. It's very it's very similar. I see these people that have um, long term leases on cars. You know about you know shit like that. Long term leases, or they go and buy a small car, but a, but it's brand new. Yeah. And back in the day, back in like two thousand five, you could get a small car for about twelve grand. Yeah. Okay. You but you'd have to have really good credit to get decent financing and money down to have a payment under two hundred a month. Right. But nowadays, you go and buy a Honda Civic or you go buy a Toyota Corolla. It's going to cost you what? What are you seeing them for now? Twenty G's. Oh, easily. Yeah. 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 Why the fuck would you go buy a four-cylinder aluminum, you know, plastic fucking piece of Tupperware with four seats for twenty thousand dollars <laughs> when you can go and find something that's just going to get you through a few months and that's then the have thing. a car I, that you really want? We're good Ford. And they, they're not even making those anymore. They're focusing on the the trucks. You yeah. Know, 40, bring that microphone a little 40, bit closer. Thank 60, you. Forty, sixty, eighty thousand dollars trucks. Right. Um. So, the idea of as as my my wonderful mother taught me. To be resourceful with the things you have. If it ain't broke, um, or if it, if it can be fixed, utilize it. And I have, and here's the thing: is or if it ain't broke, throw it off the roof. If it's truly broke, throw it off the <laughs> roof and make a fucking YouTube video if out it of is it. Broke, yeah. Um, but the thing is, is that I these these are all gr- this is all great stuff. These are I mean these these microphones, these laptops, all this shit. And I've I've repeated this time and time again. But I think it's. It's a running theme at this point right. that if you are that resourceful, you'd be surprised how much you can accomplish and how much money you can save and how much better you actually feel right. uh, about taking this stuff and utilizing it. And now you don't have to spend that money. I mean, if it's truly that slow and it's that arduous, I think is the word, maybe I'll go with it. If it's yeah. that much of a pain in the ass because you, you're truly being fucking stubborn to not replace it, this is fine. That'll do. You know, you just got to kick it. You know, you got to hit it with a hammer or something. Okay. <laughs> the there's, fawns. Then there's, something to be, the then there's something to be said about that. Yeah. But at this stage of the game, I don't need to be jumping too far ahead for something I'm not utilizing at this point. And let's face it. I got nine of them. They're all running. They people, all work. People spend thousands of dollars. On anything. Stuff that you have on everything. Right. It's crazy. So, I mean, there's people out there that are buying TVs every couple of years. Why? Why? And I don't like the idea of having all-in-ones in general. I don't like the idea of having all my uh, resources, my video editing, my photo editing, my web surfing, my emailing, my communications, my all marketing, in all in one thing. Right. It's like banks. You don't want all your money in one bank. Well, John, let's be honest. I don't have any money. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I'll, I've, got, I've got decent looks, and, and, I, and I've got all my hair, uh, and that's... I got that's it, that's it. That's that's what I got. I got some hopes and dreams. Well, when you get some money, then you make sure you spread. Well, out I did. A couple I wanted to. I just. I did, okay. I want to be honest. Full disclosure. I did not start the year off the the right way with the stock market. Um. So I am. I am down a couple hundred bills. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Oops. I, who's it's ever? Gonna, it's gonna come back. 
No, no, no. Well, it that stock is not coming back. No, but that stock did a reverse split. Okay, forty-five to one, and and it and it still dropped. It just disappeared. I'm like, all right, well, that's a lesson lesson we'll learn. But this is a very good month for me because there's a lot of things. This is the month where I say to myself, okay, a lot of things are coming my way. There's a lot of prospect, a lot of opportunities out there. Don't screw this up. Do as little as you can to screw up this month, and you're gonna be really, and it's gonna be really great. Yeah. Okay. It allows me to take. Right. I mean, it just it extends my lifespan a little bit longer. It yeah. keeps, uh, it keeps the bill collectors at bay. Well, I've actually I've had instances in my life where it wasn't the bill collector at my door; it was the sheriff's department. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, when the fucking bank wants their money, or that lawyer's firm wants their money, next thing you know, they, oh, they they know my address. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not home. Don't answer the door. Don't answer the door. Um, I do want to get into. You go up to the door and you're like, "Wow, nope. that's a cool." Nope, never heard of him. See, no, do, doing a singing telegram. That's quite the outfit they got. <laughs> <laughs> Candy man from Mambo. Oh um, no, that's a real gun. Okay. The oh, um, what are we drinking here? What is this? Mayan heat. Mayan heat. Way back when I did my very first completely awful and totally forgettable uh YouTube. I loved it. Uh, of course you did. Um, YouTube channel. I went to a place to kind of take my mind off of things. It was a place called the Dancing Lion. No, it's not a gay bar. It's uh, the Dancing Lion is a they he this dude goes and sources his chocolate from like uh the deepest depths of like what the South American Ethiopia jungle. Ethiopia, yeah, South America and he brings it all back and just makes this really earthly, uh, heavenly type of chocolate. Oh. Yeah. He makes and he makes the hot cocoa that's like it's like chocolate mud. It's got spice in it. It's really delicious. So Johnny was uh he dropped by with some with some get some goodies. I got some dark chocolate here that's got like leaves like ingrained into it. Subliminal. Uh, and I got the Mayan heat drinking chocolate, which is just awesome. So I look forward to figuring out like when I can fit that soul. in my. It's like a cup of soul. Gotta get it with the spice. You do. As I've said previous times, always get it. Got to have a little spice in your life. Gotta have a little uh, spice. Yeah, helps with diarrhea. So, we we were talking about utilization. Windows set. Okay, chances are if you have a computer, you turned it on. Ninety uh, percent of the chances, a high probability, when you turn the computer that has Windows Seven, there was a big screen on it that said Windows Seven is going away. Right. Fucking hide the dogs, hide your kids, hide your wife, because Windows Ten is coming up all on this bitch. But. It's like when you go to the Apple store, they're like, oh, I don't. Why the fuck we, would I go to the Apple store? We're not going to replace your Why would I go there? That's like crossing you're, enemy lines, dude. Hi, hey, welcome to is, Apple. How can, I, how can I fucking make you bankrupt today? Right. Like, well, you need a new phone because that one's obsolete. And they kind of look at you like you're bringing in an 8-track. I don't. Like, screw them. I don't want to talk to them. Well, I'm all set. What do you mean? I don't. I don't. No, I'm not. There's, there's no Apple products in this. I, if I had an Apple product, okay, I'd use it. I don't. I don't right. have any. There's no reason, and even the pre-owned ones, it's they treat cult. them like they treat them like freaking Subarus. It's a cult. Um, yeah, it's a cult. It's the definitely, Apple, it's definitely Apple cult. Yeah, I think the ATF should go by the Apple store and throw some tear gas in there and burn. So it's like it's like when Sam Walton died, they kept doing the chant even after he was dead. Who's Sam w, Walton? Which 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 Kool Aid factory did he run? Wal- Walmart. Oh, is that who he was? Give me a W. Give me an A. They were doing that even after he was dead. It's like they were chanting to a dead man. Oh, that's too bad. Cult, yeah. Okay. Um, All right. So Steve Jobs. No, not Steve Jobs. <laughs> Dude. Oh no, no, Bill Gates. Let's get on task here. Let's yeah. get on. Let's get. Let's get this shit. Let's get focused. Focus here. Okay. 
You have any idea what Ritalin did to me back in, in, in like, fifth grade? Don't put a five-year-old on fucking Ritalin. Don't put a five. Yeah. Don't put anybody on Ritalin. Um, all right. So what I was saying about the Windows 7 thing. Jesus Christ. How did I get so off track so quickly? Windows 7 is going is not going away. They're still doing security updates for it going forward. So you'll always have new security updates for Windows 7. The other thing, though, is that there will be they will no longer be supporting it. So if you're trying to get any other information from Windows, from Microsoft, who makes Windows, you're out of luck. You can upgrade to Windows 10 if you want for free. Okay? Completely for free. You don't have to pay for it. But you can keep Windows 7. You just have to strip it down. I'm sure you have a nerd in the family or something like that. Some antisocial Fortnite player down in the basement who'd be loving to who would love to help you out, strip it down, make it super efficient. Windows 7 requires far less resources to run, so if you have an older computer, it's perfect. They're saying it's susceptible right. to to hackers and viruses and all other stuff. That is true. However, Windows 10 has had tons of malware, tons of viral attacks, and now since it's the leading software from Microsoft, um, for o- for operating systems, they're going to be specifically targeting. They'll be targeting that just as much as they'll be targeting Windows Seven. So Windows if you have Eleven a, coming to you soon, there will be. I don't think so. But here's I want to mention that you don't though. think they'll come out with another Windows version. I don't think so. No, no. The idea that what was my point? I fucking lost it. Shit. All right. So Windows Seven, you can still utilize it. It's still any com- any program that was designed for Windows Seven can run on Windows 10. I have pro and vice versa. Right. I think well, unless it's an app. The thing the good thing about Windows 10 is that you're able to get apps for it. Problem is is with Microsoft Windows 10, most of the apps are shit anyways. Chances are the app you want from like is from Android and the a version they make for Microsoft Windows 10 sucks compared to that and it's uh. it, so you kind it's kind of pointless. So and I've had I've had tablets that had Windows 10 on it. Doesn't serve me any purpose. I like Windows 10. Don't get me wrong, but it serves me very little purpose. Uh, Windows 7 still has a ton of software available for it. It's super fast. It doesn't require as many resources as Windows 10, so it runs much faster on older machines. So you can still keep your older machines running quickly. However, if you are that terrified of the idea of Windows 7 going away and you don't want to have to upgrade your computer, or maybe you just want to try a different software out there. At this point, you don't have to go to, like, Chrome. You don't have to go to Chrome or change to, like, um, an Apple computer because generally Apple's OSs are very secure, generally very secure. Their encryption is awesome. Uh, They don't crash a lot, not like they used to. However, you're going to be paying a premium for that. But the idea is that it's like the satellites. It's like Voyager 2 leaving the solar system. Right now we're in the unknown Right. As far as what software, oh, operating softwares are out there that you can use for your computer, there are a ton, there are more than you think. You can stick with Windows Seven. You can go to Windows Ten and upgrade for free if you want. You can switch over to a Chromebook if you want. You can switch to Apple if you want. You have these options. However, there are other Linux-based or open-sourced. Open-source means anybody has access to it. Anybody can make adjustments to it and improve it. And there are one is called Genome, which I don't know a lot about. The one I want to talk about mostly is a program called Ubuntu. Now, like anything else, like any new computer or any new software, it takes you a little while to get used to. But for the most part, you'll see a lot of the same things that you're expecting. Because most people, for the most part, they're just doing a little bit of word editing. They're checking their email. They're going online and checking out MSN. They're doing all the same stuff. They're just they're doing a lot of the same stuff that everybody else is. So once you get down, once once you have Ubuntu installed for free, you can have your email set up. 
You can have Firefox, Google Chrome, which are both reliable softwares. It, it comes pre-installed with Firefox. If you want to get another operating system like Soap, like Opera for it, you can. And it runs, it runs a lot of the same way. The only downside is that right off the bat, if you're trying to install programs that are designed for Microsoft Windows, it won't do it because it, it doesn't run on executables, which is that main file in most computers that takes the program and runs it. So there are some other th alterations that you have to be made. But if you have computers that you don't want to have to upgrade or, you know, like I said, you don't have to buy a new computer to get the new software or whatever, or you just don't want to be on Windows 10 and you don't want to use Windows 7 either. Right. Ubuntu has a ton of different versions of it that you can go and download, and there's a ton of ways to get it. And it will allow you to take all of your computers, streamline them, make them fast, if not faster than when they were originally factory uh, sold. So the idea that this whole th we're getting to the point now where it doesn't really matter what software you use. You don't have to use anything in particular. Uh, I was fucking around. I got two computers back there right now in the lab that are being you know brought back to life. One of them is that Dell i7. The other one is an i3 that's going to some kiddo. And I had the I just brought it back to Windows Seven. The Dell actually they usually say when you have Windows Ten, you have you can't go back, you can't install backwards. Right. And I proved that completely bullshit. I got rid of Windows Ten, brought it back to Windows Seven to lighten the load per se, and then I switched over to Ubuntu. For now, just playing with it to see if this computer is going to hold up over the long term. But you can go and check out Ubuntu. You can go and ask some people about it. You can go into forums. There's a lot of options for you to take those old computers that are just on their way out and, and update them with, with something different that's going to run faster. You don't, you're not beholden to any company, well, besides Comcast. <laughs> you're not beholden to really any company I'm anymore. I'm going to connect you on, there's a Facebook group called Zero Waste New Hampshire. What do they do? Well, they basically help people uh, learn about different ways you can avoid wasting. You know, like. Well, I don't waste anything. That's the, the only thing, thing I waste is only thing I waste is money on Comcast. This is, this is good ideas that some people don't even realize that this is option. Well, an option. You don't there have to is throw a there is away because you know it's got a little scratch on it. What I was talking about this Sunday with uh, with Mike about having a low carbon footprint or just having a a low you know junk footprint. You know, I don't have to take out the trash much because I don't put, I mean, there's not a lot of shit in there. Yeah. Um, I, I, did, I made some modifications in my bathroom, so I'm not constantly going through paper. I have all my computers that are completely running. I shut everything down when I leave. So there's no lights running. There's no heat running. There's no anything really running burnt, uh, with the exception of uh, maybe one salt lamp and then my digital, uh, digital picture thingy. Those, that's it. So I can, I'm not, utilizing even though i drive a big fucking v8 uh for eight nine months out of the year for the most part you can go and look at my electric bill and my gas bill and you can't blame me for fracking right you can well you can but maybe like one one billionth of it so i'm not responsible for the brush fires in our in fucking australia okay i'm not even responsible for that little tiny fracking earthquake in tulsa oklahoma that ain't on me I'm super resourceful with anything Puerto I use. Rico. These poor Puerto Rico. Um, even the fact that these microphones here, these are cheap ass Radio Shack microphones. Well, they don't even exist anymore. The fact is, though, is that 
they're producing still a decent quality because I have it set up to where there it's basically plug and play. Right. That's the whole point. Uh, so, I mean, if I wanted to update, that's the thing. You make one little update of something new, there's 40 to 80 to to $100 out of your pocket. And then say, let's say I wanted to update these to Blue Microphones. Blue Microphone is a very well-known uh, microphone that a lot of uh, voiceover actors use and stuff like that. And, well, okay, fine, 50 bucks. Well, what, how do I plug it in? Okay, what kind of mixer do I need for that? Is it going to be compatible with the mixer that I currently have? Well, why would I change the mixer that I have? It works perfectly fine. It cost me $80 in 2014. 2014. Six it, years ago. Yeah. Works perfectly fine. Doesn't work. The only power it runs off of is the power in that little tiny piece of shit laptop from 2009. That's it. It runs on nothing else. It's perfectly amplified on its own. But do I have to change it if I go and buy new new microphones? That might be because that might be the case, and maybe right. it'll require an external amplifier that I have to plug into the wall because it won't be able to ha- the computer there won't be able to handle the amp- amperages itself. So now all of a sudden, okay, I've got two brand new microphones. That's going to cost me forty bucks. Let's just say fifty bucks a pop. Fifty bucks a pop. Now I got two microphones at a hundred dollars. Now I got to buy a new mixer. Well, what kind of mixer is it going to be? A cheap eighty dollar one like that, or is it going to cost me like a hundred and twenty? Now we're at two hundred dollars. Well, okay, now I got two hundred dollars, but I got a new mixer, two new microphones. And all of a sudden, now this computer can't handle the drivers and can't support that mixer. So now I gotta take a new. Now I gotta take another computer and put it over there. And that computer, what am I gonna do with that now? I gotta replace it. Do I replace it with one of these machines, or do I go out and buy another computer to put there? And then, and, and if you're what, doing the responsible thing and you say, well, you're gonna get rid of this, like at the dump for the transfer sake. You could pay another 10, 15, 20 bucks I could, to get rid I, of that. I could sell it, but nobody's going to buy yeah, it. I could right. recycle it over at Best Buy, but that's again, it's another, it's a waste of a computer. Right. I could do other things with it. I could record and do stuff other elsewhere for it. But the idea is if I got to put another machine there, okay, what machine is it? It's obviously going to be a, another machine from around here that takes up this machine can't do it. This right. machine could, but it requires more power. The machines in there could definitely do it, but they are desktops, so they require more energy, and they run much louder fans. So it's going to be louder. It's going to pull more energy for the house. It's going to cost more. So to, t- to bring this all the way back to the loop, now i got to replace the computer. Now i got to replace the mixer and replacing the microphones, all because I decided to do one little thing that all I had to do to prevent all of that was just make a couple volume adjustments here, yep. and that's it. The only thing I would do at this point to, without fucking up this whole setup, is headphones. And they would plug right in there with a splitter, and that would be it. And we would literally just be hearing ourselves sound stupid. But it would not cost us a shitload of money to make that addition. Right. That's the thing when people say they're going to... That's it. I just named off, just to do this, two to $300 to make that adjustment. Two to three hundred dollars for one adjustment. Two hundred three hundred dollars takes me out of the running to buying that new four K video camera that I have out there that's charging right now. That thing is freaking sweet, by the way. It's got a built in eyeball gimbal. It's got a it's got a it's got a rogue microphone on the top of it that's awesome. Uh, that requires no power other than the power from the actual camera, and it's it's just a gem of a piece. But that was three hundred seventy five bucks. Or I could have just invested in all this. These $10 Chinese arms, they're not perfect, but they're doing the job for the setup that I've made. 
Why did, did I have these chairs? I already had these chairs. I already had these chairs. I had this really beautiful antique like looking, this, chair, this looking writing telephone desk. A lot of telephone. I think this is for telephones back in the day. I had this. So I'm like, this is perfect for, this is the perfect size. I had these hanging in the back. So I put all, the, all this shit that I didn't have to spend money on. I already had it. Why should I upgrade it? I can do right. upgrades, but this desk, that was what? $5 in paint? No, I already had the paint. I already had all that shit. This glass? That glass is from a fucking TV cabinet that broke. I took the TV <laughs> cabinet, I moved it over there and made it a station and just put the glass over there and slid all the other stuff in there as like knick-knack looking at it. So it's all about just adjusting and making making slight adjustments. No, you, you don't have to spend, a lot of times you don't have to spend any money. It's all about how brain dead are you that you don't know what you're doing that you go have to go out. Every time you make a stupid decision, like for example, my trip to New York where I did week 100 was a fucking disaster. It was a financial disaster because I made stupid decisions and got lazy on the job when I was there. When I was there, I was over I was uh, overwhelmed, something that never happens to me in a city. I never get overwhelmed. And for the first time in a long time because I was let's see, week 96, I was in Palm Beach. Week yep. 97, I was in Worcester, Mass. Week 90 Eight, I was in Athens, Georgia. Week 99, I was in Connecticut freezing my ass off at a drifting event. And then week 100, the next week, I was in New York City. I was exhausted. What happens when you're tired? You make stupid decisions. Right. What happens when you make stupid decisions? Your, mo- your wallet gets lighter. Wallet, And it got really light because the first thing I did when I got there was I decided to take a chance on a restaurant that I didn't know about. Didn't even speak fucking English in that restaurant. Okay. And I paid dearly because the you know a meal in New York City is three times the amount, just for one person. Right. And I and I brought a certain amount of spending cash to do certain things, but from the beginning of the trip to the end of the trip is where I made the biggest mistakes, and that's where they cost me the money most. From the money spent doing transportation, fucking up on transportation and food, food to the end. We're not knowing where to park, getting my car towed and ticketed at the same time. I almost didn't, wasn't able to leave New Jersey. That's how That's close scary. I was to just, what am I going to do? Right. And that was the chance I took. And literally, it showed in the video that you could tell that I was just fucking happy to get out of there. <laughs> just happy to get the fuck out of there. And get home and just stop dead in my tracks. Everything that I was doing. Right. And because of this podcast, this podcast has taught me so much. Last week I had a guest on that I said to my friend Bobby, there is no conversation that I can have with with him. There's nothing. What are we going to talk about? Nothing. Like and this was months before he even asked me to come on. I said, what are we going to talk about? I don't, I don't have anything I would want to... This podcast changed all that. He asked me, I said, you know, here's the ground rules. Uh, just, you know, we've, we've talked about it. Dinner table rules. Here's the dinner table rules. Have you signed a waiver? Forgot to have him do that. Hey, you got to sign a waiver, Mike. Um, and then we'll go from there. Right. He came on. I had talking points. And, you know, I've had a year of working on my notes, getting my notes ready for this podcast. And I know it looks like a doctor's note for Percocet, but it, there's a lot of <laughs> shit on here. Believe me, there's been some notes that be like, "What the fuck is that?" It's like, "Is that Vicodin?" Hmm, that'll pass. So, 
but the idea is that this has this these notes have had me prepped. Right. I'm in a I'm in a mode, and then I was I was I've been starting to get more mentally prepared for Sunday leftover type of episodes. So my brain is like, okay, we're actually gonna start doing these now. Let's get ready. Practice, practice, practice. Getting better at it. The first week 100 fucking uh, of the podcast does for the most part pretty inv- eventless. The first Sunday leftovers was like, uh, mm, uh, 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 you know, it was like a, you know, I ate too much bread. So the, <laughs> but ne- but then I was prepared for him. I was more open minded to him. I right. had some ideas that I because I just chatted with him briefly on New Year's Eve when I was at my friend Bobby's house. And I had a, an idea where he was coming from, like, okay, let's pull him back a little bit. Let's try to find some middle ground here, have some talking points and things that we can kind of work through and have a conversation instead of like a full blown argument. It wasn't like I disagree with him. It was just we had some I had some he he had some thoughts. Uh he has a way he wants to live his life. Just his life. He's a musician, he's a creative artist, he's a struggling artist. He does what he needs to do to get through his daily life. So I asked him questions about him. Found it very entertaining because I wanted to hear what he had to say about things that I do at the same time. He is a musician. I work with music all the time. Posing music, music for my videos, um, music that I find for the podcast, listening to music in general to keep me motivated, driving music, workout music, posing music, relaxing music, uh, making fucking food in the kitchen music. Music before the podcast. Music is a huge part of my existence uh, and a huge part of the website. So hearing his point of view, he said something very – there's a clip of it. You can go to my uh, – go to the Instagram, uh, positive underscore sarcasm. It's the last one I posted where he said, music is not your job. Your job is this, 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 and this. Uh, if, you're good, if you're talented enough at your, if you, with your instrument, then music is the reward. If it's your job, then you shouldn't be playing. You got to love it. You got to be rewarded with that thing that you've been striving for. Right. Like this sometimes does feel like a job sitting here, not ta- not talking to you. I don't, don't take it like that. I'm just saying like um, you, first of all, having you here is a, a practice because you could, you could throw the ball that way. Sometimes yeah. you're like a fucking five-year-old and it's like, well, <laughs> you know, it's like, I got to go and run and catch the ball. But to keep, to have me prepared at all times to talk, it's been much more uh, streamlined. It's been much better to sitting there and listening to him, talking to him. Sometimes it does feel like a job, but for the most part, this is m- actually therapeutic. This is practice. This is a lot of different things. This keeps me streamlined. This keeps me focused on having a goal every week. To me, right. this is like Saturday Night Live. This is like get your shit together, <laughs> get your practice in, get the thing, get your skits ready, get your things that you want to talk about. And if a guest is coming on, on short notice, or it's planned weeks at a time ahead of uh, planned ahead for weeks at a time or whatever you'll be ready no matter what a last minute right. a technical failure you'll be ready and then if you do come across a um if you do have a conflict um a real heavy subject or a uh, a guest that really just flat out disagrees with you with everything you say or something like that you'll know not to go into full pitbull mode and I don't mean like the cute pit bulls that, you know, you, they're on Instagram. They're really like, like they get the big smile. I'm talking about the ones that, you know, you, you know, that Michael Vick used to electrocute. So, um, hey, he did it, not me. So he went to jail for it, not me. But the idea that I can observe the situation. If somebody has a – remember, they come from a different lifestyle. They've read and learned and been raised on different ideals. They have a way of living their life. And to establish that common ground with him – 
It was great. He had a passion. We talked about a few things. We mentioned the whole thing about, and I brought it up with you. So it was very good practice about bringing up the whole fast food thing with you. I started it with oh, you. Yeah, yeah. I translated it to him. We were, you were, and I were in agreement. Him and I were in agreement. And the, and then I thought about it after the podcast. Cause normally I'll say something on the podcast and I'll think, I'll write it down and I'll think about it and be like, okay. So that was the, whether it was joking or something like that, doesn't matter. You still, you said it. Um, and then you go back and you think, it's like, can that be a better joke? Or is there actually a truth to that that I can work with? Well, I said on the podcast was about if they're going to make, if the fast food restaurants are going to make shitty food for shitty people like they've always been doing, right. then they might as well just make the, the ingredients shitty plant-based. Uh, however, right. so what's the difference? however, there are companies out there that, even though they're considered fast food per se, they're not necessarily in that group of fast food. When I say like, and I'm, I don't give a fuck if Wendy's is going to bitch at me or talk shit. I don't care. Wendy's, McDonald's, Burger King, you got some terrible fucking food on your menu, and it's absolutely horrible, horrible for people. Simple as that. There is, and I, okay, I've been through several diets in my life. There is no fucking way that you can tell me that in, if it fits my macros, I can put a classic triple in my caloric intake and wake up the next day lighter in my loafers. There is no fucking way that it is actually possible, okay? There's, well, unless it, you go to Taco Bell after. Yeah, that's actually true. Then you just shit it all up. Yeah. The <laughs> idea, though, um, that all of them, that's generalization. Generalizations are okay. Well, it's right? almost like a scam when they came out with the nutrition menu. It's like, oh, they're, oh, the food they're pyramid? looking out for us now. No, they're not. Well, the food pyramid also. Well, there's it's a pyramid it's a, scheme. It's all yeah, true. <laughs> there, it's all food pyramid scheme. I do. I generally say it's all bullshit. I don't want to fucking hear it because I haven't been presented with any tangible evidence to persuade me otherwise. Okay, I am very knowledgeable, but the fact is, is I I read a lot. I ignore a lot. And I wait for the truth to come out. And I also start with the basics in any situation. I start with the basics. I start with the root of the problem or the root of whatever the topic is. And then I work from there. And if, and if immediately it's like following that chain, you know, if yes, go here. If no, go there. Right, I right. start from the root of that. Long and I go, I go, is this happened? Is that is there something you could have done before we got to this point? Yes. All right. Let's go backwards and start from this point. For example, uh, of, as far as fast food goes or chain restaurant types of things. All right. Who makes shitty food? Wendy's. Should they go plant-based? They probably will. Uh, will they? I don't know. McDonald's. Will they go plant-based? Pro they probably already have. It's um, GMO anyways. <laughs> uh, true. GMOs, same thing. With Monsanto as a topping. That Monsanto is another subject, but it's a, a big issue. Okay. Mm, huge issue. But, George, the, but here's the thing. George. I, I, I want to, before I forget this one, Chick-fil-A. That's a different animal altogether. Chick Fil A takes pride in its workers, yep. its ethic as a as a restaurant, and the quality of its food. If Chick Fil A's quality of its meat and the quality of the animals that are in that meat are at a certain level, then no, they should not go plant based. And Chick Fil A should stand alone, like maybe like In and Out. They should stand alone to continue operating business like they should. However, here's the thing. We both agree that free market and then there's regulatory. We have regulatories when it comes to quality of beef, quality of meats. Here's the thing. I don't necessarily. Well, they're, they're doing it right, in other words. 
they are doing it right. But yeah. here's the thing: if we would it be would it be a bad thought to say maybe we should up our standards on the quality of our meats a we little should, bit more than we used to? This is the thing in in America. We yeah. should up our standards on a lot of things. Okay, shouldn't well, we? Yes. What's but what's work on this part right let's here? Let's start with fast food. <laughs> we we act, you know what we probably should. We should probably so many people. T- when it comes to okay here's the thing when it comes to fast food we should take our time with this one. So right. ah, <laughs> so when it comes to Chick Fil A yeah they have ideals they have religious ideals okay that may be part of the reason why their product and their employees and all that stuff is great. If their quality of their food. Is uh, is you know meaning the animals are better taken care of the chicken that you know that goes into their food is a better quality they have a better living standards great you go on Chick Fil A continue to to make everyone smile in Southern California good for you thanks Chick Fil A however if the regulatory standards decide that Chick Fil A's they're still just saying I don't know if the quality of their product uh is not like if the quality of um uh, the treatment of their animals. Right. And the condition of their animals is not up to par. They can go one of two routes. They can go plant-based or they can up the quality of their product right. to meet the standards. Two things are going to happen. One, their price is going to go up. And two, the consumer is going to get a better product. You're paying a little bit more. You're getting a better, more rounded product. For example, you go into the grocery store. They got 90% beef, 80% beef. And 73% beef. Which one do you think should go, John? John? Which one should go? John. 73%. Yeah. That's fucking, like I said well last week, that's welfare That's welfare beef. That needs There's to go. You ever seen that? There. Yeah. That's like a puddle of death when you try to cook that in a pan. It's just like. It's like pink, what's that stuff called? Pink slime? Yeah. The the the, the infamous Taco Bell pink slime. Now, when or you. McDonald's, now, that's different. That's different. 73% ground beef is very different than. A fatty ribeye. A fatty ribeye is oh. a different. That's first of all delicious. <laughs> oh my god. Um, that's yeah. But that's I might a dip. Have to go to Texas Roadhouse after this. You buying? <laughs> <laughs> you just texted your wife. She can be mad. Um, <laughs> be like bring me home some of them rolls with the butter. Oh my god, those are so good. I'll have a steak, but um, but those rolls were delicious. And we had to bring cinnamon butter, to our brother. Woo! Last time, the cinnamon God butter. damn it, Texas Roadhouse for the W. Oh yeah. Um. FTW. So, but if you if you if you agree with me on this, yeah. You know, shout shout it out now. The idea that if we uh, if we nix some of the shit in the grocery store, they're playing, the sh- they're playing in Manchester in February. Who kiss? Way. Kiss. Yeah. Oh, that's right. They're yeah, playing. Um. <laughs> we finally got old <laughs> we're, tour. We're real. <laughs> We're gonna really do it this time because Rush just lost one of their members. So before uh, we lose one of our members, we're really gonna call quits for good. One day, Gene Simmons is gonna stick his tongue out. He's gonna be so fucking old. He's not gonna be able to put it back in his stupid head. Painkillers every day. So the idea that if we Van Halen will get back together again. Oh, again, back to, so, again. So, but the idea that the the idea, if we upped our up our standards, like if if yeah. they did that, I'm okay with paying a little bit more. But it means we're getting a better quality product. The animals are being better fed. The right. animals are better taken care of. The regulatory, we still have that that regulation there. Just it's it's standards. This is the, this is the type of regulation I I'm okay with in general. We have USDA 
standards. This regulates the fact that we're not getting a fucking cockroach in our ground beef. We have a regulation of standard. This is the type of meat that we allow in the U.S. We ban trans fats. They're fucking terrible for you. We, we, honestly, we should ban canola, canola oil too. But yeah. um, but there is a there's a truth in that. Like we have standards of beef that we want out there in the public. If you're not going to meet those standards, fuck off. Right. For example, day trading in the stock market. You can't do it unless you have a minimum of $25,000 invested in the market. So if you fuck up, margin call, gentlemen, like they said in trading places. <laughs> you really can't expect us to come up with $34 million? Oh, that's too bad. Sell everything. <laughs> We're ruined. So margin call, if you can support, if you can hold $25,000 in the market on a daily basis for, for, to pay all your expenses out, you can day trade. That's a regulation. Because imagine if we just if you, if you had a bunch of me's running around on Robinhood, buy, sell, hold, limit. My God, I would ruin the stock market. Imagine a bunch of Joey's running around in the fucking Dow Jones, buy, sell, fucking flinging tape everywhere, buy, sell, flick up. I mean, God, dude, you would kill me. Right. Actually, everybody would kill me. It would be like the 1930s Dow Street. It would be the crash. We would have an ultra crash. Now, there is the flip side to that. We had those assholes in Florida with their three fucking mortgages and crashed the market in 2008 with their big short. But that's the opposite side of me using my Robinhood app to make a quick two cents per 150 shares and then flip it in the stock market for $100 so I can have a free month of gas. You can't have that because shorting the market like that, like I would do, because I don't care. I want free money. Right. It is. It's so easy. I could start in the pre-market, buy 100 shares of this, and then by 10 o'clock in the morning, bounce it, and I'd have I'd have freaking grocery money for the rest of the Bitcoin. day. Bitcoin. Right. Well, I think Bitcoin has regulatories on it too, but that's I'd have to do more investigating research on that. Um, but you can buy and sell Bitcoin. But the regulation on it, I don't know. But I'm saying just in general. It's not really a lot of regulation on that one. Well, like I said, I'd have to do more research yeah. because I can't spit out because I've never bought or sold cryptocurrency. I support it, um, but I don't know enough about it. However, you can do the same thing on Robinhood. But shorting the market and going back and forth on a daily basis, you have to hold a little bit of money. And that's the regulatory I'm okay with. And like I said, you wouldn't want me running around on my little my fucking phone just flipping up. Sell. It's so easy to buy and sell on the Robinhood app. And I'm not plugging the shit out of them because they're on my website. And you can go and donate, but... It is that simple to buy and sell on there. You just got to put money in it, swipe up on the stock you want, and now you own it. Right. It's, it's that simple. So I, it's, if it's that easy to use, it's that easy for me to screw up the market if there was a ton of me's out there and there was no regulation on day trading. So regulation on these food products, I'm perfectly okay with. I am perfectly okay with that. I, I think, you know what? With everything that's going on lately, culturally, like I said, dinner table rules, culturally, I think it's about time we upped our fucking standards. Yeah. Okay? It is. I don't want to hear about Lizzo's fat ass. Yeah, she had a great single, but she's like type 2 diabetic. Um, I don't want to hear about poster childs for this or for that. They got their 15 minutes of fame, and the next thing you know, people don't talk about it anymore. I don't want to hear that shit. I want, to, I want people. It is January. Here's my resolution for you guys. All right. Actually, I think Adam Carolla said this first, so I want to give him credit to where credit's due. Yeah. I'm taking care of me. I'm taking care of me and doing everything I can to have a better situation for myself, so you can't blame me for any of your fucking problems. However, in the words of, of, the, of the ace man, it's 2020. 
I want everybody else to get their shit together. I want everybody else to start bettering themselves. All right, I've gone on this past five years psycho trip of writing crazy blogs, doing crazy vlogs, and this crazy-ass podcast that has more listeners than it ever has, and it's and it's available anywhere around the world except in China, but you can the censors can see it in Shanghai, so shout-out to the censors in Shanghai. Um, however, I think it's up to the, everybody else to take care of their own shit, okay? I've done what I could to... We, we li- should make that... Not to interrupt you, but what? talking about China, they have a social credit score. That should be a that's podcast. they've been working on that, and it's also part of their surveillance program. So but if that, they have that, would be a good podcast because that's like taking what you're saying and making the government in control of it and making it a little like Orwellian or Wheeling. Yeah, that's exactly what we want. <laughs> that's crazy. Well, that's what they're doing. But and that, that, that's the whole point of what you're saying, though, is that taking. Well, personal that's responsibility personal so the respons- government doesn't have to tell you let the rinse repeat and don't let your kids play with this plastic bag well and that's an or- that is a stupid regulations and things that they tell us like don't stick your hand in the lawnmower while the blade is spinning i mean stupid things well those are ideals that should be passed down from your parents and the thing is, yeah. is that's, that's a we very don't need the government to tell us all this stuff it's the jordan peterson type of thing is personal responsibility Take care of your own shit, and only good things can come of it. Clean your fucking room and stand up straight with your shoulders back. What he's talking about? It basically just means get your own shit together. Make your own bed. Make, make your, your own fucking make bed. Your bed, dude. I just read the book. Great book. It's something, isn't it? Yeah. It's, he said he goes it, it, when people read it, they talk to me. It's like you're telling me things that I already know, right. but now I'm doing them. It's like it's a reset them. of the it's human different. mind for right. you to when you start your day and then you go through the steps of each day. Here's the ideals based on actual the values that this right. country was founded on or whatnot wherever you want to go with that start here and then go and then make sure that everything in this situation is handled appropriately before you move on to the next step of your life and if not go back reread that phase in your life see what you could have done better and it's full disclosure my life is full disclosure since 2013 everything that's happened in my life is full disclosure so you can call me out for whatever you want but i'm not going to talk about it because I already wrote about it, I already vlogged about it, I already uh, 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 recorded about it. It's all there. Go figure it out for your fucking self. Okay? <laughs> I already told you that I lost $200 in the stock market this week. Guess what? Oops. Happens. Yeah, big fucking deal. But it's my know, money. I'll do what I want with it. All right, so here's one for you. For personal responsibility, when people yeah. talk about Obamacare or the Affordable Care Act or whatever, and they they talk about prescription prices, they talk about insurance costs they talk about all these things but what they forget to talk about personal responsibility is that 80 percent if not higher of sickness and so forth and disease is preventable preventable all right well let's skew this in a in a health and wellness perspective instead right. of a instead of a mandatory government like i said political perspective yeah, yeah, yeah. let's start with the personal responsibility that's what thing. i'm talking about right personal responsibility so the idea that a lot of these diseases are preventable right yes a lot of these uh, random injuries, the shit happens category Which of healthcare. Which means that the expenses are preventable. Oh, I said to a client of mine. Right. I, I said to a former we client. We prevent the disease, we prevent the expense. Actually, we I said to two clients disease. of mine. Actually, shout out to one of my clients. She um, just had her first child. This was a, a woman who couldn't, was not healthy enough to have a kid. And just had a, from what I understand, a fully healthy baby boy. Nice. So 
at what, 35, 36 years old, I said to these clients, where do you want to spend your money? At the grocery store with your gym membership or at the doctor's office with your deductibles? You take your fucking pick. One of them costs you PTO, though. One of them is going to cost you days off. One of them is going to cause you stress, uneasiness. It's going to cause relationship damage. Which leads to more problems later. Right. It only fucking, it only dominoes and not in your favor. Negative snowball. Right. Snowball with mud on it. So the idea that if you start here, you can go back, you can walk your way out. You can get out of that situation. You just have to follow these steps of how you got there to begin with. And if you follow this, if you follow the nutritional protocol, if you follow the workout regimen, Yes. Or something, and it doesn't have to be like mine. It's not supposed to be like mine because it's your body. It's your body. It's your time. Figure it out. Manage your time and make it work. And if you don't have the time, you make fucking time. That's what discipline is all about. And they did that. And for the ones who saw it through the program, um, the success was noticeable. Losing 30 pounds. Not taking antidepressants anymore. Not taking any prescription medications. Smoking. Um, eating disorders, vomiting, seizures, and being healthy enough to have a, a, a newborn baby, and rekindling relationships that were iffy, if you catch my drift. And doing all that, that's the basics. That's the shit I'm trying to, I guess, preach and that make up this whole thing. And you do that, you're not going to be spending that money on some fucking doctor who wants to put you on you know, statins or some no, shit like can, that. You can spend your money on spicy <laughs> chocolate from Nigeria. How much is this shit, by the way? I don't know, like 10 bucks. Oh, Jesus Christ. It's not a Reese's Pieces. What's wrong with Reese's Pieces? I like Reese's Pieces. <laughs> that's, that's, that's one like, of the reasons I had an eating disorder. That's like the Mercedes of chocolate right there. Ooh. Well, maybe the taxi not. cab of Germany. Um, <laughs> so Maybe more like the Rolls Royce thing. chocolate. You can afford shit like this instead of drinking like Folgers crystals or that Swiss Miss chocolate mix. They when you're use a not lot of sp- Volvos over there too, though. Where in Sweden? No, in Germany they do actually use a lot of Volvos. Volvo's a good car. And in in Mercedes, Audis. Mercedes. Yeah, the idea that if you if you follow some of the guidelines and some of the things that I preach constantly on this podcast, I can I can guarantee you're going to be in a better situation in life. It just yeah. is. Oh yeah. We are at fifty two fucking minutes. Fifty two. I think it's time for Q and A. Q and A. Q and A. All right. If you want to support this podcast, go to positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Any amount is appreciated. Uh, you can also, if you are, we were talking about stocks. If you want to go and get a free stock and use the, just go with the Robinhood app. Go to my website, positivesarcasm.com slash donate. There's a Robinhood link there. Just click on it. You fill out your information. You get a free stock. You can sell it in like three days. Then you just send the money to your account. And you get a free stock. It's an extra couple bucks. It's Uber money, yo. And then I get a free stock out of it as well. So appreciate you. Uh, what's due to the Q and A? I did, I had one in particular that I wrote down. One definitely in particular. So, all right. Oh, by the way, this is the artwork I'm getting for the studio. As you know, um, cool. if you guys know, there's a game called Doom. Doom, yeah. And yes, there's, there's a Doom. new version of it called Eternal that's coming out, where he not only fights hell, but he also fights heaven. Just to let you know, the idea that that picture. This picture that I'm, you're going to see in the studio in a couple weeks, it's, gonna be, it's uh, 26 by 24. It's going to be right behind my head. And the Doom Slayer, he's fighting heaven. It's a reminder to me that nothing is pure. Everything is corruptible, and it's up to you to seek the truth. 
So this guy who was betrayed by the demons, and he was betrayed by his gods, and he's going up there to take care of business. He's going up there, and he's going to do it all by himself. Handle your own shit, because you never know what demons are behind you or what the fu- or what destiny has in store for you. Wow. So that's, and that's a crazy piece of art. That is. So that comes out in March. I have the original Doom Eternal, uh, the original Doom 2016. Do they that make thing. that in a blacklight poster? Oh, that would be sweet. That would be. I don't know if I want that lit up at night, though. <laughs> um, but that's going to be that behind. That little Motley Crue symbol down in the bottom corner. Kickstart my heart. That's going to be behind my head for this podcast. Nice. Um, and I'm going to have, I'm probably going to get the Doom Slayer like right there because I need more artwork. Artwork is something I'm willing to spend the money on because I got to look at it. So I want more. And, of course, the coffee section. I'm going to introduce you to an artist that does the kind of stuff like That's that. a freaking sweet one. I he love does, that He shit. does stuff that, yeah, it's up there. Yeah, so that one is coming in. I think it's going to be here in early remind, May. Remind me, Ty. Uh, Ty? Ty Meyer. Ty food? Meyer? Meyer? Something like that. Okay. What was this one? We'll look it up. Wait, is it on? Oh, wait. You're going to read the question. Oh, wait a minute. Okay, that's a good one, but we'll we'll save it. I mean, it's always it'll always be a question, but hold on. I'm going to grab it. My, that that was funny, but there, dude, these are some good ones. I got good <laughs> ones this week. Uh, how can I get recept? Nope, that's not it. Uh, concern. Oh, okay. All right, let's close on this one. All right. Sounds good. All right. <sighs> you ready? Yeah. Okay. Should we be concerned because our new? Okay, let's start again. Should we be concerned because our son's new in-laws live in a nudist colony? Our 47-year-old son remarried two years ago. We have a 15-year-old grandson from his previous marriage who lives with his mom and who visits his dad every other weekend. We are not close with our new in-laws who live out of state. We recently found out that they have purchased a second home very close to our son. The problem is the home is located within a nudist colony and therefore we assume they are in fact nudists. Should this be a problem for us, we are both 70, or should we not be concerned? Well, if it's well, what is they're saying, they think that they live in a nudist colony. Well, of course it's it's part of the nudist colony. Yeah, they think that it they live in. Well, what do you mean? They, imagine them at dinner. Imagine meeting <laughs> them in, over dinner. Your no. place or mine? No. Can you please pass the penis? A peanuts? Peas? <laughs> Peas. <laughs> Elbows off the table. Hey, you get your dinner off the table. Imagine that. No sharp objects at the dinner table, sweetie. No nipples. Yeah, you're going to lose a lot more than a limb. Um, okay. Get your balls off the dinner table. You pass some nipples, I mean noodles. Oh my god. It would be it would be so That'd be crazy. It'd be such a Ben Stiller type of moment. Oh jeez, I think there's a hair in my soup. Uh, oh, <laughs> now, no. would it be um okay. Could you? All right, they're not nudists. That this family in question here, they're not nudists. But the other family, let's just assume they are. Well, we're assuming they are. Yeah. All right. Now, if they're gonna come to your home, God put some blue jeans on, right? Right. You can go sans underwear, but you gotta put some blue jeans on. No holes. No, no chaps either. Maybe, <laughs> maybe they need to get one of those convenience store signs. No shirt, no shoes, no, no service. Wait, um. Take your shoes. No, you can leave your shoes. You can take, take your, your shoes, shoes off, off, but leave everything else leave on. Every, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think that, first of all, yes, if they want to be nudists, it's okay. From what I understand, nudists, they're not very attractive. No. It's normally just like a lot of old man ass. Right. And, uh, yeah. Um, but I think I think it's okay. First of all, hey, more power to you. If you want to live out there, rock out with your cock out, I'm okay with that. 
But as far as they said, should this be a problem for us? I don't think it should be a problem for you. No. I would be. The question is, is it a problem for your son? He obviously not since he remarried. I mean, he is 47, so he he must be desperate or lonely. Right. That doesn't say a lot for me. I'm 36 and uh, I'm not prospecting anytime soon. (laughs) (laughs) Is there any gold here? Nope. Keep looking. I found you a dollar. (laughs) Got quicker than than that. that. We have a 15-year-old grandson from his previous marriage who lives with his mom and who visits his dad every other weekend. Okay, so that's. But does a, he visit the nudist? Oh, that yeah, that's that's the thing. That's the question. Well, that's an internal discussion you should probably have. I don't think they would. Well, he's what he's he's fifteen years old, so he obviously I'm has a picture in like on Golden Pond. So what are you gonna do? Suck face? <laughs> I think that. Well, I don't think he's gonna have that conversation. He's fifteen. With the he's gonna figure it out. I don't think he's gonna. I don't want to go there and see all the balls. Oh, no. 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 Um, so I, I don't think that's going to be an, I don't. Okay. So the grandson's not going to be an issue. The, the, the son is not an issue. He, he might want to go one time and then, then realize that this, oh, ain't, this not, is not the Bahamas. Not, not this is not a topless be. beach. It's not like a sandals commercial. Nope. <laughs> well, they're wearing sandals, but that's about it. Uh, <laughs> why is everybody so pale? The, okay. So we are not close with our new in-laws. Well, that's fine, but they moved the second home very close to our son. Okay. They are nudist. I think the nudist thing is is fine. Yeah. Uh, I think that as long – you know what's funny? When I was a kid, we had this – you know, you, you have your, your childhood friends and stuff like that. We had one, and his dad – I'm going to get in so much trouble for this. We had a dad who, when he would go to sleep every night, he would sleep naked. Okay, but that's fine. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's it's comfy. Right. Um. He had a waterbed too. That that makes you that that's the that's the era he was from. Oh jeez. Um. But he when he would, but before the here's the thing. He would say goodnight to us before he went to bed. He was already nude. So we're like seven years old, and fucking dad balls are like right there. So I remember us sitting there. We're we're playing like Nintendo or something like that. Or he's like, "All right, guys, we're going to bed." Okay, he, in fact, he, he's already naked. And there's like seven kids there. And we're like, oh okay, all right, this is how this is going to go down. You get used to it after a while. Who is um, this guy? I'm not naming names. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> this is a relative, though, I'm saying? This was a this is a guy I knew very well. I used oh, to, I okay. used to uh, actually, no, because that would definitely be narrowing down the list. But we'll say this. He's like, okay, Dad, there's something wrong with my game. So it's like, okay, so he comes into the room. He's still naked, mind you. And he goes and he turns and he's turning around and he's going to like reset it on the controller or something like that. And I'm sitting right there and it's like, okay, well, that's, that's, uh, that's your dad's ass. All right. And then, um, that was it. So he goes back up there. So we all move into the living room, not him. He's upstairs with his wife and we're fucking around like kids. You know, when we're seven years old and when you're really, when you're trying to be really quiet and everything you do is fucking hilarious. It's like like in class and shit. Yeah. And we, we knocked over a fucking plant. Oh, we knocked no. over a fucking plant. It's like 12 o'clock at Dirt night. everywhere. Yeah. He comes back down again. Oh, and geez. the mom comes down again, too, to clean up the plant. And he goes, guys, in his all balls out voice, he goes, just shut the fuck up and go to sleep. His dick's hanging out. But while he says that, his wife walks by him. His little tiny wife walks by him. And, look, and I remember her looking down at his dick. <laughs> just like... Passing by, this is nothing new, but I'm gonna look at I'm gonna look at my husband's fabulous hairy penis. And it's just like and I'm I mean, obviously I did too because I'm seven and I don't know what's going on, but I looked at her and I looked at what she was doing 
and I obviously followed that pinhole, that pinball, you know, back to the thingy. And I'm like, well, okay. So she's, I'm looking at her. She's looking at it. So I'm looking at her, looking at it. And there it is. And we went to sleep and we had breakfast the next morning. That almost sounds like a talking head video. <laughs> so that is a story from my childhood, but I'm actually not traumatized for it. So if you ever ask me, did I ever see a grown man's penis that wasn't my dad's before the age of 10? I can say to you, yes. And I'm perfectly fine. There's nothing wrong with me. It's not like that movie Airplane. Oh, there was. There, there, Have you ever seen a grown dude, man naked? There was something leaving the hangar that night. Um, Delta, Delta, this is 847. We need. <laughs> All right. That is an hour and two minutes. We accomplished nothing. <laughs> We perfect. talked about Windows 7 and a friend of mine's dick. Um, Johnny, thank you for the dancing line chocolate. Um, good luck with your continuing efforts to put up a statue in Pentecook. Uh, I got a thing Working tomorrow. We'll the coffee was delicious. Is, is the upkeep still good? What's still, you're still making progress, right? We're making progress. Got to contact some more Native American people or American Indian. That usually helps. American Indian, depending on who you ask. First Nation's another term. First Nation is a Canadian term. Uh, it is. Yeah. Some people like the term indigenous people. So, we Whatever. figure it all out. Hashtag, we were here first. Yeah, but you were chopping kids' heads off and fucking rolling them down a, a mountain in Chichen Itza. I don't want to hear that shit. Yeah, you were. In Maya. In Maya. Oh, Maya. Um, anyways, going off the rails here, uh, boy, that was, that's what I'm saying, man. Been doing this for a year. It's getting easier and easier. Well, it's not getting easier and easier. I might, we might be getting better and better. And you're learning stuff as you go. Uh, I guess that's it. So you can find me on positive sarcasm, positive underscore sarcasm on Instagram, facebook.com slash POS sarcasm, pop the two, uh, YouTube channels, positive sarcasm and positive sarcasm podcast. And this podcast, which streams twice a week now, you can find me on iTunes, Stitcher. Well, iTunes is Apple Podcasts, but iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Spotify, uh, Podcast Addict. Anywhere you can get podcasts, I'm on there. Look me up, Positive Sarcasm. Anyways, uh, thank you, Johnny, for stopping by once again. Uh, And I always fall at this last part. Anyways, thank you all for stopping by. Thank you for listening, watching, subscribing, streaming live from the Spare Parts Studios. I will talk to you all next week. This has been a Positive Sarcasm presentation.
podcast, go to positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Any amount is appreciated. Once again, positivesarcasm.com slash donate.